This is a download for the Wireless Theatre Company. And I always think it's really and, and funny. Do you have lots you know, of comedians to, to come in, in and start a meeting with a joke? Do you can laugh there, or no, no, not not breasts. Maybe if you go next door to Albania, you can laugh. You can laugh there. I've laughed in Croatia. Oh, sorry. Greetings, and welcome to Comedy It's a Funny Old Business. Uh, This is a seven-week course in everything you need to know about that funny old business we call comedy. (laughs) We'll uh, be covering stand-up, sitcom, films, theatre, maybe a bit of poetry. Um, You will get a certificate, but I can't guarantee it'll make you funny. (laughs) And before you ask, no, I don't know how Ricky Gervais does what he does. Believe you me, if I did, I wouldn't be in a classroom in the Robert Mugabe building of Shakespeare University. Formerly Hackney Polytechnic for the academically less gifted. Um, All right, look, let's introduce ourselves. Uh, My name is Pete. Some of you may recognise me. I uh, used to be on the the telly. Uh, That 70s BBC sitcom, Mind Your Neighbours Language on the Buses... No. Well, they, they took it off. It was a bit too racy and racist. Um, look, never mind. Introductions, then. Um, who are you, Lot? My name is Pigeon Goodhart. I'm a social worker, healer, friend, oh, and a peaceful warrior. I'm here to learn to share the laughs with all of you. My name is Frank. Frank Lee speaking. Frank, my name... Frank by nature, and uh, frankly speaking, love, you sure you're on the right course? Comedy is a tough old business. I've been doing stand-up and there isn't a lot of love there. I'm quite sure, and uh, don't call me love. I am Marco. I work for Great American Corporation, Starbucks. I come from Romania, and I wish to learn the famous English sense of humour for benefit of my people and myself. I'm... Thomas, Hank, Edwin. Oh, yes, people do call me Thomas the Tank Engine. (laughs) (laughs) That is when they talk to me. Um, I'm here because I need a laugh or or a smile or or something. I'm Agnes and I'm sure we're all going to have a jolly good laugh together. Nothing like a good laugh, so cheer up, Thomas. You look like you're going to cry. Grumpy old thing is in the room next door. (laughs) (laughs) Nice one, love. And, uh... French cooking whilst you cry your little eyes out is on tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, all, all right, stop that, enough. Comedy is a very serious business. There's nothing to laugh at. And what on earth is a Dalek doing in this class? Oh, this is outrageous. We're here to share the laughs and the tears. As Pablo Nurada said, laughter is the language of the soul. And I am a prop comic. I am merely dressed as a Dalek to elucidate the puny emotion you humans call laughter. On my home planet of Scaro, the gag is as outdated as your cave paintings. Moving on. There's always one. Look, why are we all here? What? What inspires us to be comics? 
Okay. In at the deep end. 60 seconds stand-up apiece. Uh, Marco. In my country, Romania, comedy was banned. Only comic allowed was Potok the Clown. Everyone knew he was Minister for State Security in Red Nose. Typical joke. What do you call a family with radio that picks up BBC World Service? Tell Potok and get a free balloon. <laughs> okay, thanks, Marco. My father was caught listening to a legal knock-knock joke. He was sent to detention without hearing punchline. He came out of detention and all he could whisper was, Who's there? Who's there? All right, thanks, Marco. Thomas. Eventually, I went to Black Market and bought the punchline. I go home and I saw my father. He says, Who's there? I say, P. He says, P. You. I say, That is disgusting. <laughs> he laughed once and then he died. Um, right. Uh, uh, Thomas. I'm an accountant. People at work think I'm hilarious. That's nice. My boss said, you're a joke, and so is your work. That's very sweet, but I won't it's have nice. a sweet. My wife <laughs> says I make her laugh, and so did my best friend. <laughs> yes, yes. That's also nice. When I walked in on them, in bed, together. <laughs> uh, great. Um, uh, uh, pigeon. Yes. Uh, what, what do you want me to say? Um, uh, 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 tell us a joke. Okay, oh, I can't stand it. Tom, are, are you going? I don't believe in jokes. You see, they use language to hurt others through mockery. A verbal fist. I believe in cooperative, shared laughter. Well... Tell us about your week. Oh, OK, it's, it's not very funny. I'm a social worker, and I was shocked to find out some of my clients have suddenly stopped receiving visits or, or phone calls from their social workers. They've had all their benefits cut off, their families abandoned them, thrown out of their homes, and why? Why? Because they died! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at? It's not funny! How would you like it if you suddenly lost your home and job and found yourself living six foot underground? The dead have rights too! <laughs> <laughs> Oi, hey, uh, come on, me next, me next. Yeah, just the other day I was getting my son Dan a birthday present. I haven't seen him in two years since the missus left, and the bird at Curry says, That'll be hundred pounds for a GBA. Hundred pounds, I says. I've got a Game Boy in my pants and it's free. <laughs> yes, sir, she says. But yours only has a battery life of two minutes and it's only got one game, Adventures in the Land of Readers' Wives. And unlike the Wi-Fi equipped GBA, yours is strictly one player only. <laughs> Hmm. Okay. In the next few weeks, we'll be covering why sexist humour rarely works. That's political correctness gone mad. You're just spitting on the grave of Bernard Manning. 
Hero of the working man. The white male working man. Oh, he was marvellous and so delightfully naughty. Oh, delightfully naughty. Naughty? The man was a fascist thug. He was a verbal rapist. Whoa, wasn't he a bit too fat for the real thing? Oh, right, now picking on the gastrically challenged, are we now? You bully! Oh, get a sense of humour. My Eddie likes him and he's a magistrate, so he must be funny. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right, enough of that. We don't usually get a good argument till the third week when we cover Benny Hill, hero or sex pest. Uh, look, coffee break, everyone. Uh, back in ten. The, the, the canteen's closed, but the machine still works. You see? Comedy. It's my way of rebelling against the right-on ways where I work. I mean, I'm like the Richard Littlejohn, here over the common man. Why'd you get into it? Well, my Eddie was acting strange, disappearing off at strange hours, hiding things. Jocasta and Alex had left for university, and that's when marriages sort of weaken, eyes wander. Mm. Was he having an affair? No, he was he was watching comedy videos. Bernard Manning, Roy Chubby Brown. He actually cried. He said after spending all day judging the little toe rags, he wanted to know why they were always smiling. Mm. Once he watched some of the videos, he was hooked. I think he would have been less ashamed if he was having an affair. I said I didn't mind, that's why I'm here. I'm going to do a blue review for his 50th birthday. (laughs) Won't that be a pip? 50? You must be about half his age. That's very sweet of you. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry to hear about your marriage. Oh, oh, um, that, uh, well, I'm still married... Well, it's a, a comedy thing, you know, persona like. Really? Yeah, well, you know, you know all the greats, yeah, your Dawson, Manning, half their acts is racist, and the other half is my wife this, my mother-in-law that. But I'm in a happy, stable relationship. I mean, Frank's not my real name, it's Xander. I mean, my parents are art teachers. I suppose it's a small act of rebellion. Why Frank? Well, it's the act, you know, frankly speaking, it's my stage name. And, you know, you can always do the stuff like, you know, to be frank or there's nothing wrong with me, I'm perfectly frank. Uh, My life partner suggested he. Life partner? No fair trade? What kind of ethical policy does clicks have? Well, my 50 pence is going towards a stamp for a stern letter of complaint to the managing director and the Minister of Education. (laughs) Oh, what's so funny? You see, this is why I hate jokes. It's not called a punchline for nothing. Extend straw. Extend straw. The coffee is spilt. The coffee is spilt. Clicks will be exterminated. Okay, everybody back. Um, Right, everyone's done their bit. Agnes. I have a feeling this is going to raise the level a little. Our Polish plumber is very efficient. He's been laying pipe in my backyard all week. And he's a gardener. He said he takes good care of my bush. (laughs) He has something long and it's hard for me to get my mouth round. His surname. (laughs) Amusing eight, amusing eight. Everyone finished. Right. Let's talk about how we did. Alert, alert, I have not done my bit. 
Fine, keep it short. As a prop, comic, and Dalek, I do not require your puny human gags. Mr. Dalek Dalek, mm-mm. Mr. Dalek Dalek, mm-mm. She call me Mr. Dalek-tastic, semi-fantastic, touch me on my Dalek boy, Dalek All right, that, that's boy. enough of that, thank you. Alert, karaoke disengaged. You see, as we will see later in the course... Stand-up is about audience interaction. They're laughing because they like you. They want to show it. In some cases, they love you. Little kids asking good old Uncle Pete for an autograph. Old Pete, you're so funny. Are you on telly? (laughs) Well, I used to be in the good old days. (laughs) I'm only working as a red coat because... I love being with you kids so much. What? Ah, um, sorry. Where, where, where was I? <laughs> how, how, how do you think it went? Well, I thought I was hilarious, but pigeon, I tell you, I'd give you me right nut to be as funny as you. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be funny. This is how Joan of Arc must have felt. Except no one's setting fire to you. And you're not French. Besides. I always thought Joan of Arc was a great stand-up. Why would you think that? Oh, <laughs> she caught fire in front of an audience. <laughs> <laughs> she had a burning ambition. Now stop being cruel. Joan of Arc had a big stake in women's rights. The one they burned her on. <laughs> <laughs> stop this. Comedy isn't about bullying. It isn't about cruelty. It's about sharing fun and laughter. Sometimes it's about joking about minorities or people with tragic illnesses, but you're never laughing at them. You're laughing, well, you're laughing around them and in their general vicinity. They're part of the joke because they are the joke, sort of. It's not funny to be fired as a butlin's redcoat because parents think it's suspicious you're still doing it when you're 40 and single, even if you have a criminal records bureau check. That's bullying. I know about being bullied. Mr. Pete, this was a very fine lesson. I have learnt much. But I have one question unanswered. May I ask? Uh, uh, Sure, Marco. My dog has no nose, so how does it smell? Terrible! No, he smells fine. (laughs) I adopt him from Chernobyl region, where there was a terrible accident. He was born with no nose, in fact, no head at all, only small hole for breathing at back next to poop hole. He has suffered, but I think he loves me. He always wags both of his tails when he sees me, so why is this funny? Um, how does he see you? That is quite a mystery. <laughs> oh, 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 it's half past nine. I think we're wasting uh, good drinking time here. Yeah? Yes. Okay, okay, uh, uh, next week, uh, sitcoms. Uh, uh, from I Love Lucy to I Hate You, but... A Funny Old Business by Joel Sotendorp Starred Richard Rycroft as Pete Jan Hayden-Rolls as Pigeon Karen Bartholomew as Agnes Reuben Anderson as Marco Trevor Cuthbertson as Frank Neil Frost as Thomas and Jack Bowman as the prop comic It was recorded at the Bonafide Studios for the Wireless Theatre Company